we began last night our interesting discussion about the Zima, and this is not our main sugya, this is the segue into the sugya I want to get into about uh, Shemei Kaina. Uh, we're about to start the Tesis, which we didn't actually begin yet. We just had a discussion around the uh, simple shot in the Gemara, seeming to be that women either have an option to be Mizamin or have a Chiyuv, even if they're alone. If they're with men, they're certainly a Chiyuv. So take a look at page two. <coughs> Shiny Hassam. Tesis. Shiny Hassam, Deikadeus, Mikan Mashma. Where you got it? Mikan Mashma, Denoshim, Yechelis, Lazamin, Latzman. As we said last night, you see from here that they can make their own Zeman. Three women, no men. The Chain, Levi, sounds like you saw this before. Did you ever see this? You heard about it, okay. <laughs> oh, you heard about it from last night. It was the last, you walked in the last two minutes of this year, huh? I witnessed it once. Aha, uh-huh, okay. So, uh, it must have been the same people visiting where I was. So, this is very chashuv. He told them to. So again, if it doesn't have a context of feminism, there's really no problem. The question is, why did the many become obsolete, if it ever was a minute. See, even in the Rishayim, it wasn't that prevalent because he had to quote one example of somebody who was doing it. And he says right in the next line, They were doing it, most people are not. Sounds like this Achiv. Which again, as I told you, the Volnagan holds, it's true, it is Achiv. We don't pass like him. If they want, they can. It's optional. Gemara says, Noshim cannot be Mazamin with Avodim. It sounds like if they're alone, they can, but they don't have a Chiv. To two men, the only Shaila was, is like two men that there's a Rishus, is it a Raya that two is a Rishus, but it's still not a Chiv. To include Nashim. It doesn't mean. Chayva means they have the option, or maybe one could say it means if they're with men, in which case it's a Chayva. Okay, but Nashim, now we get to the part that we need. First one is Nashim, about halfway down, Tesis, page two. Nashim, Tsarachian, and Yetzis, Birchazim, and Shalom Nashim. Keep in mind, Zimud today is just the preamble, and then we wait to. We say amen to the first bracha, but everybody who's listening actually says the first bracha also. We, we're not yet to the first bracha, Shemei Kaina. The original idea of Zeman was that the person who was the Mazamein would actually be Motsi the people with the first bracha, and they would just listen. It's important to know that, because otherwise you can't understand this line. So now we yeah, Can they be Yetzi with his bircha Zeman? Meaning, just listening, Shemei Kaina. They don't understand the words. So, mind you, we're talking about a guy who's benching in Lashon HaKadosh. And Taisus raises the real possibility that you cannot be Yetzi Shemei if you don't understand it, even though it's in Lashon HaKadosh, which is what our sogi is going to be about. So the question is, can you be Yetzi? It's clear that if the guy is benching in French, which you could do in theory, and you don't understand French, there's nothing to discuss. 
But Tais is raising the possibility that even a Lashon HaKadosh, how can they be made with the man if the man be made to them with the first Baruch and they're just listening, even though it's Lashon HaKadosh. Yesh mevin raya sheyetis. Some say you can be yetis if it's Lashon HaKadosh. Midda'am alakaman. Fair shagamara later on. Sefer mevarach. Sefer here just means a guy who knows how to read. Be a day of Sefer. He can make the bracha a bar yetzi and a bar and amaritz. It's yetzi. No, so bar is yetzi. L'chayre he's an amaritz. He doesn't not read and doesn't understand what you're reading, but he's still yetzi because you're reading it in lashon hakodesh. So if that's true, then the same thing l'chayre would be for the nashim. Mash mash af anashim yetz bichzamazin shalano miu yesh litchus. However, it's not a conclusive raya from that gemara. Yesh litchus as a raya. The shiny bar. Listen to this chilek. Shamevim Lashon HaKadosh could be the Bor, the Amaretz knows enough to understand the words. He just does not read. That should not sound that strange to you because most people, if you ever try to pick up a language, most people understand a lot quicker than they can read. Matter of fact, there are many people who understand many languages and they can't read it. So he says, possible the Amaretz over here is being made with the Sefer. He understands the words of the basic gist of it. He just does not read, and that's why he needs him to be made to him. That word's very interesting. It sounds like even according to the Machmirim, you don't have to know every word. You only have to know some of it. He does not read. Which I find astounding, even historically, because you hear Kiddush, you hear benching day after day, week after week. They don't know any of the words. He asked him what they're doing. We're benching. But thank Hashem. Okay. They don't know any of the words. Sounds like historically they didn't know the Amaritzis being Miyashev knows a little bit, enough to be AIDS, he just doesn't know reads. The guy's being made to him. And the women don't know it all. Why should they? I don't know. Most people here benching, they bench twice a day, every day. Obviously, obviously. I mean, I'm not going to argue with you, but it's nice to say that. I, you know. Right. Knew a little bit of Lashon Hakodesh because he was exposed to it somewhat. And the women were not. Yeah, because they didn't go to Droshas. They didn't okay. listen to Kriyasatoya with the Meturkaman. Right. Uh, although, although the Magad Ram holds the Amukhiyah was in Kriyasatoya, but apparently it wasn't the Minig, you know. Well, Magad Ram held it was the Minig, but yeah, that's apparently the answer. Apparently, uh, I, I, I'm not disagreeing, but okay. I, did. I guess I'm just in the modern context. I guess I'm just not used to it. That's all. I'm not, I'm not disagreeing. I agree with what Taisa says. I'm just expressing my amazement that they knew the basic. They knew they're thanking Hashem and they knew there's a mitzvah to bench. But uh, I mean, there are two components of benching: bris and Torah. Okay, so women are mechiyavus and that maybe, but they're 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 basic phrases, and we don't, you know. I guess if you never ask, you're not told. You know, this before Art Scroll. I didn't have any translations. So, um, yeah, it's quite amazing what changed in Kleisville. I mean, this was the, this is a Prussian assumption. This is not the Lumdisha part. You're just saying the historical fact is the women didn't know any types of the words. And the Amorites knew a little bit, but didn't know how to read. Which is uh, very interesting. He says, even though we have a Gemara that an Amorites can listen to the Chavar, that's because he knows a little bit, but the women don't know how to tie chain the words, they shouldn't be Yetzi. Again, today, women know exactly what the words mean, by and large, 
but if you have somebody of your house that's not from, who's becoming from, or just became from, doesn't know the words, it's the same issue. Can you be Yetzihim without explaining what the words mean? Very easy thing to remedy. You give them a venture with an art scroll translation, an English translation, he follows along. Then he'll understand it. You've got to follow along. Like Better to get the ones, the new art scroll books, have, have, Sidurim have like a, what they have on top, what's it called? Yeah, but it's like they touch the word on top. Because if you look in afterwards, the Shaila, whether you're Yetzihim, they, they quote that Chaim Kaneski holds, they say quote this from his father or the Chaznish, I don't remember, maybe both. It sounds like a big cooler to me, but it's not gay every single day, every time we dive in. When you want to have Kavana, we just spoke about the Shalashus also, as a matter of fact. Um, when you have Kavana of a word, you have Kavana before the word, during the word, after the word. So without seeing this Abchayim, I would assume either before or during. Um, Abchayim says you can say the word, maybe even the whole phrase, maybe even the whole brocha, and think of the tight chapter words, and you still get it. That's a very nice cooler. What? But last pasuk or the first pasuk? If you say Shema Yisrael Hashem Akeh Hashem Achad, you can now think Here our Israel or whatever the teaches. Here our Israel, the Lord is uh, whatever the old teaches. Uh, by the way, the old translation is not very good because the Bishop Paskins, you need for shame Hashem, both Kavanas, Hayyahavi and Adonakol. They didn't touch that in English in the old translations. And for Elokane, you need Bal Yechelisakol, Bal Kechesakol, besides our God. Anyway, but so the old translation is not very good. So he's saying, where would you stop to? You mean the whole partial? Doesn't say, but the, the only the only thing is Ma'akev. The only the, the only thing is Ma'akev is the first pasuk anyway, so it wouldn't mean a gear. You should stop after the first pasuk. No, the first pasuk is the words themselves. Right. But now I'm talking about the essence cases. It's not evident in the first pasuk. No, it's a matter of fact. It's only in the last pasuk. So when you have to read the last pasuk, think about it. No, I think you got to get to the last sentence and then think about it. But it's a big cooler. It's a big. We're always playing catch up. We're spaced out, and we realize, okay, we got to space in. So, you can space in after you said the word, after you said the phrase. That's a, that's a pretty big, pretty big cooler. Uh, I always thought it was during, which some people find difficult. So it's not during. So right before, so as you say the word, you just had it in mind. After you said the word, you can have it in mind. That's. Uh, but he says it. He says it. He doesn't even quote Cholchem. He says that's the, that's the Maseru that he had. So um, I guess it's probably better to have during and before. If you don't, you have, uh, certainly have what to rely on. Um, anyway, but he's not sure over here. That's his debate. We don't have a kasha. We don't have a raya from the Gemara either. We're not sure. If, can somebody be made see if you don't know Loshna Kajif? Hadamar Megillah. He has one more raya. Hadamar Megillah. Beragdal, the Yitzayim and Aleph. Loyas, Shashama, Ashuris, Yatsaf. You have a loyas. Let's say loyas, a Frenchman or a Spaniard, whatever. He's hearing it. He normally speaks a different language. doesn't know it. Hebrew, doesn't Lashna Kajish. And he hears Ashuris, he's Yetzi. That's Beferish Gemara. That even though you don't know Lashna Kajish, you could be Yetzi. He says it's not a Raya. That's just a Dinah Pesumanisa. They didn't require the level of Aschaivis for Kriyas Megillah. They didn't require you to understand what's going on. They just want people to be in Shul, tumulting about it, and clapping Hama, you know, and they'll talk about it afterwards, look at the main idea. So it wasn't a Dinah in the regular Kriya. Kedarminon, as the Gemara over there says, and I'll show you the Gemara later. Hasam ha'chashtaranim b'nei ramacha miyadin. The Gemara says we don't know the taich of all the words in the Megillah anyway. 
These three words, we don't know exactly something to do with runners and messengers. We don't know exactly what it means. So if we don't know what it means, even Tamid Chamta knows. Obviously, the words are not Makiv in Megillah. So it must be, it's a special Kula. To, to, to be sitting there, you have to join Pesumanisa, but uh, that's about it. So it's not a riot, the fact that you could be Eitz Megillah, even though you don't understand what's flying, in terms of the touch of the words, because that might be a lower din. Okay, so that's what Tesis introduces. Take a look at the Rosh. He also brings this up on the next page, page three. Well, I mean, if you're asking, how can anybody imagine that you're you'd see anything without understanding it? Is that what you're asking? You're asking on the hashkafa. You're asking why would anybody say you could be yetsi? You're saying hashkafically, how can you be yetsi without understanding? If you don't understand. I'm saying, yeah. I'm saying you should be You said you should. Yeah. Why? You mean just know that you think Hashem, you don't have to know the words? I'm saying that helps and it's better and it's, it's even better. But it's interesting you say that. Uh, I mean, I'm not going to argue with you because we're going to try to come out Lakula because the minig is like that. A lot of people don't understand the words. Historically, a lot of people didn't understand the words and they were still Yetzi. But keep in mind two things. First of all, right now we're discussing whether it could be Yetzi Shemeik Aina, if you listen to somebody else. I didn't even bring up yet whether if you're saying the words, you don't understand what you're saying, is that a problem? We'll get to that. There was a Shulchan Arab. I didn't bring that up yet. Let's assume you are Yetzi. But if you're listening to somebody else, why should there be a chilik? Because the lumdus is important over here. If you're listening to somebody else and the words are going in your ear and you don't understand what the words mean, it's Chinese to you, so that's not considered Shemir. No, I'm saying there's such a thing as moving to the mitzvah even better and even better. No, but here, it might, the problem is it might not be considered Shemir. If I didn't understand what it was, it didn't enter my brain. No, but you know that this is what they're doing for you. Okay. Uh, what? You're saying, you're saying it should be better than saying yourself an understanding. Okay, nobody says that. That's interesting. Uh, that, that's an interesting angle, but nobody says that. No, we don't know the depths of Pikabola of every word, but we know the push of shot. And the push of shot's not that difficult. You can get, you can get, especially Tyson says you need Kitsas. Okay, that's the Yishuv and the Minig, and that will be the Yishuv and the Minig. The question is, there are, there, we'll see there are serious Rishayinim and the Mechaber who argue and say, if you don't understand the words, you can't be Yetzir Shemei Kainu. And I didn't even get to understand your own words yet, which we'll, we'll get to later. Um, it, it's a hard thing to explain a Chilik, because if you're not Yetzir Shemei Kainu because the words don't enter your brain because you don't know what it is, then if you're saying it for yourself, the words don't enter your brain either. The answer is, they don't have to enter your brain, you're saying them. That's the chilek. Shemeika, you've got to understand, you've got to take his speaking, it's got to enter your brain. If you don't understand the words, it's not entering your brain. If you're saying it yourself, it doesn't have to enter your brain, you're talking. That's the chilek, Pashas. Why Shemeika, it's a shayla, nobody talks about when you're saying it for yourself yet. Pashas, that's the chilek. Yeah. They assume, they assume that, uh, that they will, the kids will be picking it up. And I, I don't think it's a bad assumption. I think it should be taught in the young grades. I think it is to some extent. What, Chumash Taich? That's all they do is Taich the first few grades. I think they're both important. I think, I think if you learn all the Chumash, you could piece all the benching together. It's all Pesukim. 
I agree. I think the yeshivas agree also. I, 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 I think we, I mean. I don't know is not my cave. I'm just saying, ask them what it means. They don't know. I don't know they don't know. I have no big problem with that. But I, I, if you ask them what Shemam means. How old? 15? Okay, well, let me, let me ask you a question. Maybe I shouldn't ask this. Let me ask you a question. We have a lot of people in the room older than 15. My assumption is everybody here knows most of the types of the words. So when did that happen? 16. <laughs> uh, you know, I, we're all going back saying the yeshivas didn't teach it, but we're all yeshiva graduates and we all know it, so who taught it to us? I said, I, I preface that. I preface that, uh, that everybody here knows it. What? Art scroll? I, maybe I'm dating myself. I grew up without an art scroll. I, I know every time I go to the airport, it happened this time, I was checking out a very stroll. You know, you would think the security, I guess, going into it, still going out, I guess it should be the same thing. They don't have machines, but you've got to go like this, and it's a stroll. Do you notice that when you're leaving it's a stroll? They don't have any fancy Delancey $5 million machines. They just know how to check people out. So every time I check out, they give me a fahir. It's, it's the most amazing thing. You have a Chilani guy, comes up to me and said, uh, uh, Do you ever learn a yeshiva? I said, Yeah. He says, Where'd you learn? <laughs> so I said, The mirror. He says, The mirror in Yushalayim and the mirror in New York. I kid you not. I said, the mirror in Yushalayim, uh, I, I said, do you know anybody there? I asked him. <laughs> thought maybe he had a sister. He was looking for a shidduch my son. I don't know what exactly he what, <laughs> what, uh, uh So he said, is that where you know Hebrew from? Because I was talking to him in Hebrew. They give you a choice, Hebrew and Anglid. I said, it makes no difference to me, whatever you want. So uh, see, he said, uh, where'd you learn Hebrew? Where'd you learn a fruit? I said, in yeshiva. And then he started chasing again. And which yeshiva? <laughs> which, but, uh, most of us, I think, by osmosis, where did you learn? Unless you were in Eretz Yisrael, most of us, most of us, could say a few sentences in broken modern Ivrit. Where do you know that from? I think it's yeshiva. I wasn't just trying to give credit to the yeshivas. I think it's the yeshivas. Now, it's not exactly the most modern Hebrew. I know somebody. He was a, learning a Torah das many, many years ago, and one of the older yeshivas went over to him. He was he was born in Eretz Yisrael. He came and didn't know a soul, didn't know English. So the yeshiva wanted to make conversations. He walked up to him, and he said, "Shalom aleichem." Uh, what was his expression? Kama um, <laughs> The kid looked at him like he was from outer space. He didn't know what in the world he said. The mouse couldn't translate the words. <laughs> that was about, okay, but it's still it is. It is lashon okay. You know, he tried his best. So the answer is in yeshiva. So I don't know, 15, 16, 20? I, I think it all comes from yeshiva. So you say the yeshivas aren't doing the job. The mice said, we're all, we're all in yeshivas, we all know. So when did that happen? 22. What? I think, I think the responsibility is, I'll give you an example. Uh, he's not here, as I mentioned. On, on that shtender, the shtender next to me, there's like three or four different sederim, all the English sages. My bar mitzvah, Baruch Yehuda, for, since a couple of months before his bar mitzvah, he realized he's davening, he wants to understand all the words. That, that, that education comes from yeshiva, you know, they didn't teach it to him. So he asked me, don't worry, it cost me a lot of money. So he asked me to buy him a taich, one of the small ones from Rabbi Birnbaum, the translation for, for Chol, and then for Shabbos, and then for Yontif, and then the art school. He's got like six of them over there. Uh, but he goes very slowly, and he uh, learns the word. So yes, did the yeshivas teach him that? The yeshivas taught him the responsibility to Davish Mona Surya Kavana. So I guess the yeshivas taught him that. Yeah, yeah. So that, that's the, you know, that, that's, that, that's the product of the yeshivas. You know? That's, uh, I, I think the yeshivas deserve credit for that. Why, 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 why
he started when he was 12. He, st- he realized. Okay, it's, it's a long day as it is, and it's hard to fit everything in. That's, it's not the yeshiva's fault. You know, the same parents are always complaining, why isn't there more Chumash? Why isn't there more Gemara? Why isn't there more English? Why is there only 24 hours in a day? <laughs> yeah. I think they get it done. My point is, is that the same way I tell the security guy in Ben-Gurion Airport how I know a decent Lashon HaKadosh is I learned the yeshiva, uh, and that's true. That's, that's where I know it from. I don't know from Eretz Yisrael. People speak to me in Eretz in English. I don't know from there. I know it. I know it. I know from Yeshiva. That's the. That's, as I think about it, I think that's the. Um, I think that's the answer. But I, I do suggest, as parents, if you if your kid is approaching bar mitzvah, or bas mitzvah, more than twelve, and and they don't know it, you should start buying them these things and going over with them, have a little seder at home, and make sure they know it. The Yeshiva. There's an old mistake parents make is that the Yeshiva is supposed to be educating the children. It's a chiv and the parent. You pay tuition because you can't do it all day, but the Yeshiva can't get through everything either. So I think, it's, I think your point's a good point, but I think it's, the parents have to do it. So Baruch Hashem, I was off the hook because Artscroll did it for me. Rabbi, uh, Rabbi Berman has a nice, he's an old chavus of mine. So uh, got a good deal on them. Uh, so, um, you know, there are, ways to, uh, there are ways to do it, but the, but the parent has to make sure that the kid is doing it before bar mitzvah. You can't become bar mitzvah and be a First bracha shman is makiv. First bracha, if you don't know the taich, mamish makiv. And creation of the first pasuk is makiv. There's certain things that you got to know first, and those are, those are makiv. So, um, again, but we, we didn't talk about saying for yourself. Right now we're still on Shemaic kind of. Let's go to the rush, page three. I'm Rabbi, but I see you. Yeah. Simple touch. It's very hard to know the chili between all these words, even in English, by the way. Baruch, uh, Baruch really means Mak- Baruch really means Makara Baruch. Yeah, yeah. I don't even know. I don't know how they say. Is there a you want to Is that an article on that topic? Okay, okay. So yeah, but there's got to be a way to have one. Uh, this isn't even the. This is the article, right? Uh, he has blessed. Aha! You see, they're very smart. You want to hear how they touch it? Very smart. Oh, no, that's only half the touch. I, I saw in the English they touched it, Baruch, B O R U. I thought they were trying to get out of it. <laughs> no, have, uh, the first they transliterated, then they have a thing. Yeah, they have Blessed Are You. That is a pshat. It's not the only pshat. Yeah. Uh, do you understand what awesome means? You know? Uh, Let me tell you something. Davening, davening is, is davening is given over to Klai Yisrael, and and you can't expect the rank and file of Klai Yisrael to know all the Ramazim uh, based on their rizal of every word. It's not that can't be the pasha on the mitzvah. So you have to be able to just touch the word in uh, in some language and. Um, uh, you know, has the one that we have a Bob? <laughs> they were, uh, they, asked, they asked Yeshua Ben Nun. They had Kabbalah before the Arizal, right? So, uh, um, yeah, it, it, it's a little hard, but I'm just looking for Shimon Esri over here. Um, yeah. Yeah, great. My. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Great, mighty. Happens to be that um, 
Yeah, Gadol Giber Naira. Okay, I mean there are there are farm written on this. If you want a quick touch, yeah. You want a quick touch. You know, I think at the end of the day, if you translate great, mighty, and awesome, as he translates it, even though if I'd stop you in English and you'd say, well, what's awesome? I don't know, but it's awesome. <laughs> you know, so I think we'd be it. Say, what are you going to do? <laughs> you know. What? Awe inspiring. Inspiring awe. Okay, that's because you're smart. You know, most people don't, haven't figured that out. <laughs> okay, you gotta think about it in your head in Russian. <laughs> in a chami. Yeah, yeah. And by the way, that's makiv also. Not, not, the, the, if you just said you don't have to know the detailed ones. But yeah, the first bracha is makiv. Yeah, that's because it comes once a year. This comes three times a day. This you have to know, though. Akiva's question is a good question. How much do you really know about the English taich? But I, I think that is sufficient because I can't imagine that Chazal expected any more. That the translating into some what? I've news for you for a person in Bubble or in Israel spoke Lashon Hakodesh. The average average person, a simple person, Godel Giber and would elicit in their mind the same things that it means to us in English. Great, unbelievable, awesome. I don't think they knew any more than, than we know about that. But, but the words do mean something. Awesome does mean something. Now, as Sadiq correctly uh, touched, uh, awesome means awe-inspiring, uh, which I never thought of before. That's a good touch. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Okay. That's not... Uh... Anyway, I do think, by the way, uh, Meyer's in about two minutes. You should please chazel it over before we start Meyer. At least we'll be yet to Meyer tonight. I would... No, it's an important discussion. I'm glad you... Uh... What? Uh, you got my... <laughs> so you have till the next morning. You have till the next morning to chazer it over. Anyway, with that, uh, we're going to start the rush. But we're out of time. So Mitzvah Shem will start it next week. The Navi Shir will be tomorrow night.